heart. Welcome to Pancakes on a Wednesday. Hey. Alrighty. It's so, been a while. It has. December we apologized about that. It was not like, oh, we don't want to do it. It was December. Corey was at the firehouse pretty much every day. And um oh my gosh, I don't even remember. It was such a blur, but there was way too much going on and then we went on vacation. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Yeah. No, there's still a lot going on, but we Yeah. We're here. We had to carve out time for this because it's something we like doing. Love um, doing. During our off time, though, um, we did have we were able to spitball some ideas, and we had we had like four different topics we wanted to go on, and then Samantha came in here and just kiboshed all that. She's <laughs> like, "Hey, why don't we do Faith Over Fear Part Two? Because I don't know if you if you're watching on YouTube, then you can see that we're wearing." our very own Faith Over Fear shirts that you can purchase at faithoverfeararmy.com. Or if you go to, there's several places you can actually get them. You can get them on mine or Samantha's Instagram. link tree oh, yeah. on Instagram. And um, happytrails-campground.com. Yep, and then faithoverfeararmy.com. Um, we're going to start, we're just going to put out a whole bunch of content and, and apparel and stuff like that because uh, Faith Over Fear is a brand that we're going to be promoting very very hard because um, it's not just a brand it's kind of a lifestyle it's how we live it's, it, it is a lifestyle 100%. it's it's really how we live day to day every yeah. day and uh we actually you know ended up on this jt ranch and on this show um with faith over fear um really and with these shirts <laughs> yeah. yeah well and that's kind of what we we kept thinking oh it'd be so fun to you know create a brand that that has a message but what do we do? And we're like, well, we're always living like faith over fear. And, you know, you got to have faith. And let's it's move forward in faith. It's also one of my favorite and... songs. <laughs> it is? George Michael. Yeah. I didn't know that. Actually, is that why you liked it when I started yeah. singing it? <laughs> yeah. I actually like the Limp Bizkit version of it, too. Is from, it screaming? From, from $3 Bill, y'all. Holler. Is that what he says in the song? Yeah. I don't remember Limp Biscuit very well. Yeah, That's just been, screamo been music. Nineties. <laughs> well, I remember him. Nineties screamo music. I don't remember the song. But. So today we're just we're gonna continue on from our faith over fear um, on that last episode and and really talk about. It's so crucial. Kind right of, now. kind of current events. We kind of wanted to stay away from that stuff, but. I mean, with everything that's going on, you can't really stay away from it because it's it's so much in everybody's face. And you can turn it positive. That's kind of the point of this is don't ignore it and don't shun away from it. But you don't have to dive into all the nasty shit that's going on. If you focus, what you focus on is what you enhance. So if you focus on the shit that's happening out there and and relive it and share it and, you know, there's ignorance and then there's being aware and how can I be aware of what's going on and make it work for me. Like we're very aware of everything that's going on and we're living our best lives right now. And 100%. Um, uh, Tony Robbins actually said the best time to create a business and start anything new is during recession when things have completely hit the fan. Like this is different than a recession. This is like full on yeah, this is way rock different. bottom. This, like, is, <laughs> this is forced recession right now yeah uh, everything you know inflation is crazy people are losing their jobs left and right over absolute madness and uh, you know what was this uh sean whalen sean whalen we we listened to your shit hope you listen to our shit um but he grew lions not sheep in 2020 it started i think in 18 yeah, but 2020, when everyone was getting locked down and pushed and forced, and, and he was like going real fucking hard, and he had nothing nice to say about anybody who was pushing any kind of restrictions, and he really, I feel like, uh, I mean, because even this year, you know, he's posted a lot of stuff about hitting these numbers, hitting these numbers, and I think that's all over the last few years yeah. that they've been, after, you know, and yeah. I think it had a lot to he do with... A, I think they had their first million dollar month. Yeah, like a month ago or something. When when everyone there's so many people, and he talks about it too. And that's uh, I I, I uh, connect with him. Sometimes he's annoying, but we all are. Um, and but I connect with his message because it's like shut up 
and get your fucking work done. And if you want to complain during a time like this, then fucking complain. But don't get mad when your shit's broken, you're broke, and you have nothing. And and there's other people out there feeding their families and still doing big shit because they're not living in fear. And that's yeah. the big difference. It's it's a consistency that you you grab on to, to a faith that you believe in and then you don't you don't let it go. Yeah. And all of and us it, and it doesn't have and we're not talking like like uh like biblical faith or anything like that. I well, mean Well, yes if, if no. that's what you connect yes with. Yes and no. I I'm saying that it doesn't have to be that segmented. I mean, faith is a very, very broad well, term. What I was going to say, and you interrupted me. Let me just finish this talk oh. because it is good. Grammy doesn't like it when we interrupt each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but we all have something that makes our, our heart burn and, and our, sets our souls on fire. And most of us will be like, oh, God, I'd love to do X, Y, Z, but, but, but. And who cares what your fucking excuses are? They are excuses. There's, um, there's been a million things that Corey and I have been like, oh gosh, we want to expand and do this. And if we listened to all the butts, we'd still be in Vegas with all the other complainers. Not that everyone in Vegas is complaining. We have lots of great people there, but there's a lot of people complaining all over and, uh, we'd still be there complaining with the other complainers. <laughs> like, yeah, I agree. So you have to find what makes your heart like sore. And then you, you hold, that's your faith. And you continually grow that and, and pray for that and give gratitude in the now moment. And then on top of that, uh, whether it's a religious faith in God or the universe or some people, you know, right now are so lost and they don't have faith in the universe or God. But if you can have faith in yourself and that something, something is there for you to, to help I you think, feel better. I think even if you have faith in God and all those other things, I think that you need to start with for sure. faith in yourself. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. But a lot of people connect faith to it is religious. And, and if that works for you, then outstanding. And if it doesn't, then outstanding, whatever. You just have to have something that... Because um, a lot of people, for for them, God is, is what connects them to faith to and to who they truly are and that's outstanding so what we're just trying to say is whatever gets you there be it yeah. and live it and breathe it and and hold on to that that faith big time and don't yeah. let it go no matter what anybody says and, and sometimes people get that confused um and i'm not gonna say who but it's mostly liberals who, who feel like <laughs> i'm not gonna say who but <laughs> um like you don't this is for you right like it doesn't matter what other people are doing and it should not matter what other people are doing. If you feel like people outside of your control have anything to do with your success or failure, you are fucking wrong. The only you're person that has, yeah, you're, you're playing a victim. You're like, Oh, I can't get ahead because X, Y, Z. And that X, Y, Z happens to be completely a hundred percent out of your control. Everything, success is very controllable and it starts with self-control. If you do not have the self-control to sit the fuck down and bang out some work because in all reality, you, I mean, the quantum mechanics of things are what you think about, you bring about. Right. But you still have to work. You still have to do, put in work because just because your mind just just because you have good intentions as samantha's baby daddy would like to say all the time if if in, uh, if well, good he's, in, he's a sperm donor sperm <laughs> donor call him baby daddy that's uh, you. if if you know if, <laughs> if good intentions if good, meant in, anything. If, if good intentions meant anything he'd be a good person but he oh. lacks execution and 99.9 percent .9 of the people in the world who believe that they can do big things lack execution and then they they put it on everybody else, and they're what. And really, what it boils down to is they're they're afraid of success. They're not afraid of success. Success. They're afraid of the failures that you that get you to success. Yeah, everybody fails. You, you fall down eight hundred times. Because I mean, back. this this podcast started off as a blog. This the pot. It, it was paper brown paper bag your way to success. Yeah, was our concept in Las Vegas. 
and we wanted to sit on the patio and, and blog and do all these things. And by the way, before Corey, I had, gosh, maybe four or five that I had done, and it just wasn't the right thing. But you know why? I think it was. Uh, I think it was. He was on Joe Rogan. I can't remember his name, but he was talking about bloggers, and he said every blogger in the in the late nineties and early two thousands was some white lady, white liberal complaining. That's why my blog didn't work because I wasn't a white liberal complaining. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. though. But that's why it didn't work. Because I wasn't a white liberal complaining. Yeah. Oh. Most of the blogs that were out there oh. were white liberal women <laughs> complaining about things they couldn't I didn't, do. I well, mine didn't because I'd always hit a hit a wall, yeah. hit a block, and I was like, because blogs are hard. Blogs. I don't know what I'm yeah, doing. Some, so my mind works. My mind works way fast. I mean, it, it's it's so fast that it's like slow, like you know, like the giant and the fly. Like yeah, like when he sits, stands there, and I'm like. Did you hear me? And he's like I, processing. I'm trying <laughs> to process <laughs> and I'm trying to slow down that process so I could put it into words because I have a hard time putting my thoughts into words all of the time. That's why I can't write. I can't write because I'll think. But you can't write because you're saying you can't write. No, I can't write because I'll think of the entire story, entire 300 page story. And I'll get on the first page and be like, all right, now what was that? But here's a good example. So I did the same thing with the blogs in the past, right? But I love to blog. I love to write. I love to share. I love to learn things. Yeah. And then <laughs> it just sounded really weird to me when I said that. I love that. to learn things. Yeah. It sounded like, it sounded weird. Anyways. Um, so I kept plugging away at, well, something will unfold. Some That's the faith. I knew that I had a, a place here and people kept saying, you know, why aren't you sharing? Why aren't you blogging? I'm like, I don't know. Okay, I'll try and blog. And I'm like, that's why, because I suck at it. And and so there was a block there. But then Corey kept saying, oh, you know, let's do a podcast. I was like, mm, no, I don't want to hear my voice. That's literally, nope, I don't want a camera on me, and I don't want to hear my voice. I'm just going to write, because I can sound however I want to, and I can do what I want, but it, it wouldn't work. So sometimes you have this great, big, huge dream, of sharing and you think you're supposed to share on paper and when it doesn't work over and over you have to think oh, okay maybe my shit's broken so maybe i should try the whole voice camera thing and doing it with Corey, like we love it we have yeah. so much fun so that that was my way of sticking with my faith even though it was really confusing and i didn't it just seemed like failure after failure See, like and and remember that um, the other episode, you know, the plan is to parachute, right? Like, yeah, you you had a you had a an end goal. Your end goal was to share your message, right? And had you continually changed what you wanted to do, maybe it wasn't uh, share your message. Maybe it was go do something else or do something else. But no, your 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 goal was to share your message. And instead of throwing away the entire airplane and throwing away the entire parachute, you you just kept respawning. Yeah. Until you got to the goal, right. the goal, and this is the goal and you is to share yeah. our stories and yeah. you know anecdotes that we find. Yeah, sorry, find. Uh, uh, period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's all. Yeah, that's all. That's it. Um, I read something yesterday. God's preparing you when things aren't working out in the time that you want it to. It's because God's preparing you properly for what's coming to you. So. You might be wanting something astronomical and you're like, why isn't it coming right now? Well, if you want something massively great, why would you get it today or tomorrow? Like it's got to build. So had I started, I can't even remember. And I think that comes from the culture of, of where we are now a culture of instant gratification yeah. because of all the things that you could, inst- I mean, fuck, you don't even have to go to the store to shop anymore. You just <laughs> you pull up your phone. You're like... List done. Right. Be here in an hour. Cool. Yeah. That's instant gratification. There's yeah. no more. There's no such thing as hard work anymore. People just so lazy. Yeah. And take they for granted they think, everything. They think that they are entitled to everything, and and that's not the case. And and the reason why people are going through a lot of hard times right now is because they don't they lost know. that. They don't know how to work anymore. They don't know how to do for themselves. And there's such a difference between like 
work in the sense that society has made work the nine to five job where you have to spend it blows my mind i can't i can't imagine that like spending eight hours really you're working for eight hours but you got to get ready in the morning you got to drive and it works for some people but most people are not flipping happy and uh, like maybe fucking miserable is really what the better word would be but they don't know anything any better and they don't know any different and i couldn't imagine like Corey was going to take a couple of marketing positions just because why not and i was like but that's like two or three hours out of your day and it was great money but i was like but that's two or three hours out of your day that's so invaluable what like all the things that we could do for our businesses in that two to three hours a day and he was like that's true like yeah start investing that that time and that was that was that was after our last show and that's kind of really why we haven't um we haven't been putting out any content lately is because we've been we've been spending two to three hours every day instead of you know doing a podcast or me doing things for other people's companies we've really been building the store uh it took a it took a little while to get the shirts done because you know the holidays and everything so really the last four weeks we've really invested really really hard into the foundation of faith over fear and who we are like i've been really um dialing in on how do i want to spend my time in the next 12 months where do i want to invest my time properly because there's nothing more valuable than proper time management and where are you going to put that uh i have i have goals with like um my physique and stuff like that and i was going to do a competition at the end of the year with the wbff and i've been really wanting to do that i'm not taking it off the table but what matters more to me is rodeo like man the my daughter's an incredible an incredible young lady and and we've gotten into barrels which we've been training for speaking of something else yeah we got horses a few years ago with the intention to run barrels got young horses and um also my daughter was learning how to ride so i was training my daughter how to ride and training a horse how to be a a young horse she was three at the time how to be a nice horse um all these years later and and lots of consistency and hard work and slow work and repeating Mm -hmm. that um we're now going to barrel races every few weeks and she won first in the youth 3d at her second barrel race which was very sweet and you know it's just the beginning she's got a lot a lot more to do but that just is an example of it would have been great to buy the horses and then go to nfr the next day but how lame would that have been yeah, then it then it it's it the, takes the journey. Them. It's when when you look at these people who've done these great things, they don't they see their their great things, and we see their great things, but we don't see the hard work. We don't see the tears. We don't see the blood, and we we honestly don't see the quit. You know, because there's uh, Samantha can attest to this, and so can I. You know, I I fought MMA for five years, and she ran barrels as a kid. Uh, there, there's times where you, you don't want to do it. You know, no. it's, it's really hard. It, it's, it was it's, hard training two big thoroughbreds and a, and a daughter that was like, how do I saddle? What do I do? At yeah. first she didn't know what to do. And I was like, Corey, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. And he's like, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah, I am. Okay. I'm not. That's crazy yeah. talk. You know, you can have your flip out moments and feel like you're a and failure. How, how many times did you want to sell them? Oh my god! I tried to a couple of times because I I'm just even since we moved to Utah, you've wanted to sell like four times. Like, should I sell? No, just you need to put more time into them. Put more time into them. And I wasn't. Here's my issue: is I'm a perfectionist that needs. Oh my god! I just the horses have taught me an incredible amount of patience because I always um, own quarter horses. Not that they're hugely different, but. Thoroughbreds are just a little bit more high energy and incredibly sensitive. So uh, working with them, it was, it felt like, oh my gosh, are they learning what I'm trying to teach them? And I spent so much time and so much effort on the horses and on Scarlet and on myself over and over and over. And it, you know, when you're doing the same, so seems like the same thing every day, day in and day out, 
I mean, I had a horse, my gray, she couldn't even load on the trailer. It took us two hours yeah. when we brought her to Utah. Oh, so, no, it took us longer than that. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was rough. Yeah. And then I spent, in the rain and the wind, it was blowing and blasting around. And I spent hours and days working on getting her in the trailer and getting her out, like, harmoniously. Now, they hop right in. And it, it, it almost seemed like it happened overnight. But... There's all those days of hard work that doesn't go seen. It just looks like, oh, look, they're, they're great horses that hop on the trailer. They're great horses that run barrels. At one point, Scarlet slipped off the barrel, and her horse um, compensated and, and went out wider so Scarlet wouldn't fall off. Like, that's, that's some quality shit right there. She has a horse that'll take care of her. And uh, all these moments... All the, the the failures and the successes and the bittersweet times and the bonding that that goes on is just so deep and so incredible that when you win a U3D first place, it's as beautiful as winning an FR. You just feel, you know, so incredible. Well, I guess after years of doing this and then when we win an FR, it's going to be pretty incredible. Yeah. But um but it's the journey. It is the journey. And, and you don't want to win tomorrow. You don't want to get to where you're trying to be at tomorrow. You want to be grateful in the journey that you have right now. And and faith, again, there's faith, is the, the one thing that keeps everything together. The reason why I never gave up on anything, no matter how frustrated I got at times, or, or, you know, I really get down on myself and this is something I'm working on for me is to stop getting down on myself and to start seeing how good I am at, at this stuff and why it's been put in my life uh, to, to do as not just a hobby, but as a career and a lifestyle. And um, we're creating from, my passion has always been horses from day as little as I can remember. My dad had horses and that was what I loved. And there's never been a day that I've not been like, what's your favorite thing ever? Horses. And I have vision boards. They all have horses on them and these big dreams. And so it's the faith of knowing when I was in an apartment and I couldn't get, I was struggling. It was just me and Scarlett. But I was like, we're going to be, we're going to have the horses in the ranch and the whole nine and the family and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, you look around and it's like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I made it from the apartment to here. So, you know, it's it's that faith in my heart and my soul that brought me and my family and my daughter and these horses and the, our future horses. Because we, we're just starting. Like, this is just the start of a very big horse adventure, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be faith. And that's why I have ultimate faith in the vision that I have. It's it's never wavered. Never. And it never will. And it will unfold um, because of consistency and a team, too. Like, when I wanted to give up, Corey would be like, just breathe. <laughs> Calm down, crazy lady. It's going to be okay. And Scarlett, too. It's okay, Mom. We got this. We're going to do this. And, you know, you'll have those hard moments but for the most part, the hard moments are temporary, and the yeah. But the hard moments are are the learning. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, because if you don't have the hard moments, then you're not pushing yourself hard enough. And those those hard mo- breaking through those hard moments is like, uh, you know, getting to the next level. It's that next. It's that next stair in the you know ever inf- infinite loop of stairs of progression. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I there's a thing, there's a motivational thing on Instagram. I can't, I, I saved it, I think, and um, and the guy was like, "Practice makes what? Practice makes what?" And everyone says, "Practice makes perfection." He's like, "No, stop thinking like that. Practice makes progression, right? And you're just like consistently that. progressing." in all things that you do and you have to have the faith in yourself. Like I said before, if you don't initially have that faith in yourself, then do you are going to let those moments where the horses get hard, the the daughter gets 
hard headed, <laughs> right? You know, uh, almost come out of your seat in, a, in, a, in the middle of a race. You're going to let those moments take over you and you're going to make emotional decisions and you're just going to quit. Fear based. Yeah, you're going to make fear based decisions, yeah. which is the emotional. And, and you're just, you're going to quit and then you're going to start over and start something new and you're always going to be chasing something new something new and you're constantly have a hole in your heart because you don't have the faith in yourself to follow through on something yeah and like i said before and and uh you know the plan is a parachute if it's not for you at least you tried if you know in your heart 100 percent that bail racing we went out so we went out last week to brian head and we went snowboarding <laughs> And Scarlett, one hundred percent, her whole heart realized she is not a snowboarder. She gave it everything she got. She did. She uh, went she, on the bigger hill with she, you to give it a yeah, shot. Yeah, I, I I had to convince her to go down the the. It was like the next step up from the bunny hill, and she went down it on her butt the whole way. She goes. She got down on the bottom. She said, "I am done. Snowboarding is not for me. I'd rather ride horses." Yep. But she knew, right? Yeah. Like there wasn't any, all right, maybe I'll try tomorrow. It was 100%. I don't like falling. I'm not going to get this. She was like, yep, nope, yeah. not for me. Absolutely If she was not. crying, I would have thought that, you know, she's just being a... Sissy. But she wasn't. And, and, and but she knew. 100% snowboarding's not for her. Yep. And now she knows. That yeah. All those little boys out there trying <clears throat> to date her. She does not like snowboarding. <laughs> Don't take her on Don't a snow a date. Yeah. <laughs> or to the snow, period. <laughs> you will waste your money. <laughs> That's so funny. But, but but you have to have those have to have those experiences in right. order for you to know. And 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 the other thing too about work is creating a work ethic when you know what you want to do. And most of us know we just don't believe in our dream because society has told us, you know, things are just too wild or, you know, if you wanted to be a, like Anthony Bourdain and, and travel the world eating food, like, why can't you do that if you're a foodie person? Anybody can. I was talking to my daughter about, um, uh, and I talk to her about this stuff all the time. Like what makes the difference between, um, <clears throat> like Josie is this, this, uh, old school, uh, barrel racer, but she's, like Miss Queen Barrel Racer, Fallon Taylor, and then a couple of other um, names in the business. And I'm like, why do they have names? What makes them so different? Because there's incredible um, barrel racers out there. It's work ethic. It's consistency. It's determination. And it's that on repeat over and over and over. And, you know, working hard to people is hustle. And that, that, that hustle game of, of, I don't know, go work and be the CEO of a company and make millions and all this stuff. That's, I mean, yeah, but most of the people, most of the people use that use the term hustle. Are, they're not doing. That. I know that's your pet peeve, they're Instagrammer, fucking, stupid person. But they're fucking working in Las Vegas hospitality industry, and they're like, "Out of my hustle, <laughs> shut the fuck up, guy, dude. You're just handing out flyers, getting people to go to a club. That's not a fucking hustle." Or well, there's the other ones too. But, um, anyways, doing not doing what you love is not. That's just a joke. You're just fooling yourself and you're just grinding yourself. You're not hustling. When you know what you you love and it's your passion, you have faith in that. You know, my daughter, she's 14 years old. And every day <laughs> I ask her, you sure you want to go practice? You sure you want to go out there? You sure you want to take care of these horses? It's not easy. It's every day. It's all the time. She goes, yes. No matter what, her answer is always yes. It's not a... There's no stutter in it. There's no question. She can be bawling, crying with frustration. And I'm like, do you still want to do this? And she'll say, yes, there's nothing more I want than my horses. And if you asked her to clean her room, she would cry and not want to. She'd be crying. because She does not want to clean her room. Yeah. Ask her to do the dishes. <laughs> she'll Scarlet. cry. He can, he can ask her to do the, dishes, do the dishes and she'll cry. Clean the floor. Do something. <laughs> participate in the home life and she fucking loses it like it's like i it's like i kicked her horse for else for else <laughs> but if you're like hey scott you remember feed your horses and she'll run out there 
up. To go feed her horses. But there, no, she'll say, no, I already did. I already fed them. And actually, I'm doing whatever with them and whatever. And she takes it. She takes care of them. And, you know, she um, really worked really, really hard. We get, found this really awesome guy, Jason Palmer. Jay Palmer Performance Horses, if, if anybody needs help with the uh, reining industry. We don't do reining at all. But he is incredible because he trains racehorses. Um, and he gives... He could take any horse and do whatever with them. And I needed help so badly to have someone, not just me, doing all the work. So we sent uh, Bala to get a barrel foundation with this guy. And Scarlett ended up getting lessons from him and um, learning at his, his ranch. He She stayed and worked with him. In the middle of summer, it was like 110, 15 degrees. Like she was so working so hard her face was red and it was white all around her her sweet little lips i brought her lunch and waters and hung out with her but she hustled that's hustling she was getting horses ready and sweating her face off and doing so much hard work and she was like i love it and he was in exchange he was paying her but he was also teaching her um true horsemanship in every sense of the word it was so cool to just be able to sit back and watch someone else do it. You know, kids learn differently with others than from their parents. And she just took it and, and ran with it. The girl that'll cry if you ask her to clean her room, but she was out for like six hours just working hard. And out of that became a true cooperative horsewoman ready to work. And, and her horse was ready to do barrels. So Scarlet. Once uh, Bala came home, Bala Busta is, is our horse. Um, he had gotten because she would dive into the barrels. And uh, so he was working with her every day and would get her really rounded. And then Scarlett brought her home and worked with her every single day, every single day. And then when she came with a hiccup, she would listen to me. I took her to Jason's and Jason and his wife, uh, spend an entire day with her because Scarlett signed herself up one day for a barrel race. She checked with me first. I thought it was going to be in a few months and it was in like two weeks from that day. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Well, let's see what happens. Um, and she just took the ball and ran with it because she at 14 years old has ultimate faith in herself and holy shit, this girl has faith in her horses, all the horses so much faith in them 150 percent. if you can go above 100 she has that in herself and she she knows it there is not a doubt if you said scarlet are you gonna be the best horsewoman out there yeah of course what do you mean yeah like do you want to yes absolutely and she loves her horses with all her heart mind and spirit and and is creating at such a young age all from faith it's so it's so fun to to watch, and that's why she d is doing so well. She's not coming out the gate trotting. I thought we thought she'd have to trot the pattern and yeah. really start to you know get used to the environment and all this stuff. And her second show, she won forty bucks. <laughs> yeah, that was good, very good. So, anywho, I could I could just talk about horses and Scarlet all day. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a good segue into faith and over fear because. I mean, really, she doesn't have. I mean, and sometimes it, you're you're white knuckling it because speaking of what because she doesn't really have any fear, she no. kind of just gets after it, and which is good. It's so and cool. It, if more kids like that, there's 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 a lot of kids out there like that because I mean, there's there's you know tons and tons of kids at these rodeos doing these things, and uh, even me as a firefighter, I mean, I have a bunch of kids that are you know in between nineteen and twenty five years old that are career firefighters already you know because yeah. they have they they were like hey this is what i want to do yeah and, you know and and they're there and uh the academies aren't hard or aren't easy um aren't hard they're super yeah, hard they're, they're not hard they're, they're they're not easy right there's a lot there's a lot of fire science that goes into it there's a lot of physical activity that goes into it and um it's hard and you have to have faith in yourself that you're going to be able to get through those things. And even when you're on the department floor, I mean, it, it, it's really hard. Um, and then, you know, when you have, or in the back of an ambulance with a patient, 
you have to have faith that you know yeah, what you're doing. Just faith. You can't sit there and be like, well, oh shit. Well, yeah. Well, uh, it's like, oh, um, yeah. It's real now. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, you're on the fire ground. And I'm afraid to do the wrong thing. I'm yeah. sorry. And or then you're on the fire <laughs> ground and, and, you know, you, you, you have to know what you, you need to do. And if I, if I, as the fire captain, need you to go in the house, run a two and a half into the house, or, you know, we got, we got SNR search and rescue. Can't talk like a firefighter. I could talk however the fuck and I want. And everyone's to. like, well, Corey's making a good point, and then, and then. <laughs> Just saying, you gotta have faith. You can't be okay. scared. So there was one other, and, and we can end it on this one if you want, or if you have more to say. But this another Scarlet story. When I first taught her how to ride, uh, she was doing really good. I taught her how to do a one rein stopping if she ever got. I taught the horse how to do it first, and then I taught Scarlett how to do it. It's a it's a good safety thing in case your horse wants to take off with you or whatever. You can just stop him. Yeah. So um, I was like, hey, all else fails, just stop her. We're gonna go out on on this little trail, and she's doing good. We we're just gonna walk anyway. Well, her horse decides, nah, fuck this, <laughs> I'm going home. So she turns around and starts to gallop home and <laughs> Scarlett hadn't even cantered and it was not was a, a true yeah. trail ride by the way it was it was a walk outside the park basically and uh but still she and I turned around and I just looked at my little girl's butt go this high off the horse and I was like all right so I started to lope up to her to I thought I was gonna have to pick her up off the ground and all of a sudden I just saw her Legs grip, her butt sits down, she grabs the rein, and she friggin' one rein stops her, and she goes, whoa, and the horse just stops. And she was like, all right. And I was like, what happened? That was amazing. She goes, well, I thought I was going to fall out of my seat, so I decided, no, I'm not going to. And she moved ahead in faith. She was, She believed in herself. She wasn't afraid. If she sat in her fear, she literally yeah. would have fallen down, fallen off the horse, maybe gotten hurt. And I know a lot of people don't agree with my method of madness, but I don't give a shit. This is how we decided we wanted to move forward with yeah, but training. There, there was a time in life where that was like the common practice was yeah. like, you want to learn how to swim? Cool. Here's the deep end. Right, right. You know, and it's, we've, people have been thrown in. And we're so coddled and we're so entitled for all of these things. And... And really, I'm, it means absolutely fucking nothing yeah. because you teach them safety tactics and you teach them a, a few things and common sense and God, dude, you gotta you gotta live. And had I gotten Scarlet a perfect horse, she would have outgrown it in days, literally. Yeah. Well, days. you know what they say, you know, the calm seas don't make for a good sailor. No, and she is for a skilled sailor. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, she she's a good, she's incredible. She's an incredible rider and, and horsewoman, and I can't imagine when she's in her 20s, she's going to be something great. Yeah, because she's got a fucking firecracker for a horse. Yeah. And when she gets on like a super bomb-proof, super listened horse, she's going to be bored with it. Yeah. And, yeah. and Well, her horse kind of is that way now. Well, yeah. Ball is pretty dang yeah. bomb-proof yeah. now. <laughs> But, but I mean, they're bonded in there. They've got a lot more to learn and do in the barrel world, and it's going to be a lot of fun for them. You got wood chips all over yeah, you. I fucking hit my head and fell today. It's every day in the life of Corey. But, anyways, that was just another story in, in faith, having deep, not Corey falling. <laughs> well, he does. He just kind of flies in. <laughs> but the short of it. Is you need to have faith. You can't you can't dwell in fear. Fear actually makes you sick. Uh, there's all the science behind it, cortisol levels, all that thing. Yep. Fear literally makes you sick. This whole last two years of people pumping all this fear. To be quite honest, fucking Samantha and I didn't even we didn't we weren't sick the entire time. We didn't engage in any of it. Nothing. I had maybe one or two colds, yeah. but we haven't been sick at all. And, and it's because we're like, we don't care when your your mind is very much part of your body. And when your mind gets corrupted, your body is corrupted. 
Yeah, so, and it, and when you listen to to people's stories, I was listening to the the radio and they were talking about, oh my God, this happened and that happened and this happened and that happened and and they were just so they weren't trying to f- feed fear, but they were talking about it and every one of them had this fear based story and they didn't say anything positive. It was nothing but fear, and I was like, dang, like my my stomach. I actually had an upset stomach after listening to them. And I was like, no wonder everyone is is yeah. lost in such a fear mentality. And you know, we all get colds, it's and we're all, all fucking gonna... around us. Yeah, and but you can recover from things and be fun if you take care of yourself. Be healthy. Take care of your mind too. If you take care of your mind, if you really take care of your mind in the sense of of you know, drink your water, take supplements to help with your brain, get proper sleep do meditation. You're going to want to eat better. Your body will be like, I need fuel, not bullshit. And just naturally you'll lose weight, which like, what is obesity? The number one, um, killer COVID killer. Yeah. 75%. Like that's disgusting. And that is because so many fucking American people, but mostly Americans are just straight up way too fat. And it's it's ridiculous. It's not about self love and body image and oh you have to be skinny. Bullshit. You can be yeah. you can be thick. There's nothing wrong with being thick. I got thick thighs. My husband loves them. <laughs> but I saw, there was a meme the other day on Instagram and I kinda I retweeted it a couple of times. It said that uh um fat phobia is not real, but heart disease is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, have enough faith in yourself to fuel yourself properly, to live properly, and your body will reflect yeah. how you think. Yeah, there's a de- direct correlation between your habits and your health. Yeah, 100% direct correlation. Um, there's a lot of research on it. Uh, medical medium put, puts out a lot of stuff about that. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of health gurus that'll you know facilitate that as well, um, but. And it all starts in your brain, in your mind. Uh, if you let people make you be afraid to live your life, you're already behind the eight ball. Yeah. Like, get get your shit together, people, for fucking real. Stop letting everybody else's fear and stories and, and their unhealthy scenario fear you into depression. And everybody's, everybody's fear story... Everybody's fear story has to be taken with a grain of salt because for two reasons. One, they're just seeking attention. And two, they're just seeking attention. No, some some are not seeking attention. Some are sharing something really crappy that happened, but not realizing, okay, why did that happen? What are like yeah, the but, comorbidities uh, saying, of things? They're and saying it because they want someone most of the, the time. Most, not and, all of them. I'm directly thinking about some people that they're not sharing because they're trying to get attention at all. They There's a lot of morons that do that. And screw your stupid story when you're just trying to get attention. But there's some genuine people out there that are, it happened and it's heartbreaking and it's terrible. But what's the what's the other factors in their yeah. story and so yeah okay i i get what you're saying so there, there is people out there that will tell they're they're trying to share a message of this is this is what happened to me but what they're not telling you is how they got that way and most of the right. time how they got that way is they have a shitty lifestyle and they were already mentally afraid so they were going to get sick anyway right right i i, right. I, I so i'll stamp that <laughs> thanks for the approval sir <laughs> So, you know, you got to take those stories with a grain of salt and be a, you know, support to your, your friends, but don't dive into their, their shit. Right. You know, like, you, you have to take, it's, it's just like when you walk into a store, right? Like you walk into Walmart and you know that fucking place is gross, right? <laughs> On your way out, you're like, yeah, sure. I'll sanitize. Right. Walmart, you sanitize every time you walk out of Walmart. Home Depot, you're like, ah. <laughs> Right, I ain't that bad. But like the same thing when when somebody tells you their fucking garbage story, they're either trying to share their story or they're trying to get attention. 
But no matter the reason that they're telling their story, you need to sanitize your mind. And be like, all right, yeah, moving on from that. Completely, and like send them well wishes, and you know, pray for them. But don't jump in their hole. If someone's in a hole, no matter how they got into that hole, they dug themselves in there in some way. And, Even if it's and, a significant other or somebody very, very close to you or important to you. Yeah. Because that's all dangerous territory. Pray for them. But look, if you try and pull them out, they'll just pull you in with them. And then what? You both are in the fucking hole? Good job. That yeah. makes no sense to me. It, it Like, having compassion for people doesn't mean get in the fucking hole with them. Yeah. It serves no There's, purpose. You're not going to help them in any way if you if you join the sob party with them. Yeah, so we watched 1883. It's like a precursor to Yellowstone. And uh, they, were, they were at the point where they were crossing a river. Uh, the episode's called The Crossing. And um, the lead guy, I can't remember his name, he tells... Um, his wife. Faith Hill. Faith Hill. No. He tells her, he's like, you need to, you know, unblouse. And she's, and she's like, he's telling her, you got to take that dress off. And she's like, why? He's like, because that dress will drown you. Yeah. And she's like, well, I could swim in it. And he goes, no. When people freak out... They're going to pull you under. They're going to pull you under. And she ended up having to kick somebody away because the freaking chick was didn't know how to swim and nearly drown her. Yeah, Paul and that, that is real life. If people, most people don't know how to swim anymore. I'm not talking about literally. obviously talking about it's, literally. I'm talking about everybody's out there dr- drowning and they're looking for for someone that's stable enough. That Faith Hill in the in the episode was up on her horse. Yeah, and pulled her off her horse. Yeah, so she was she was up. Right, she she was she had the high ground, she knew what she was doing, she had all her shit figured out, and then she tried to help this person, and pulled her in, and fucking nearly drown her. And she had to push her away, and the chick jawed, and it was like devastating to her. But that is real life. People will drown you if they don't know what the fuck they are doing, and most of them don't because for some god awful reason, common sense is no longer taught anywhere in the world. And we have all these fucking bullshit ideas being taught to our kids in schools and on all over the place. And it's dangerous. It's super dangerous, especially when we're trying to unite as a whatever we're doing. I don't know. I don't want to get too political about it, but. You always want to get political. (laughs) I do. do. It's just. Digress, though. I, I digress. But when it comes to faith over fear, right? You have to have faith, right? And you can't be afraid. Because if you are afraid, you will not only take yourself down, you will take down everyone around you. Yep. Because right, if, you, you, if, if you being afraid means you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Right. And and right now, we're all, in a sense, you know, it, it, on the battlefield. And I'm not going to fucking help somebody else over my family. So you, you're going to be what? Going, going to everyone's house and figuratively speaking, in a sense... You, you want to go to everyone else's house and the energy and finances and ask them for fucking help, you're not going to get it. No. Like, you got to rise up on your own and and be a, a compliment, complimentary energy and person and frequency to all those around you so we can all work together. Because those of you that are just, you know, slithering away on fear and, and all this garbage that's been fed to... Everybody, like we don't ingest that shit. If it comes from a certain group of sources, we say, okay, let's do the opposite. And it works yeah. really well. 100% of the time works every time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> In that scenario, it for sure 100%. does. But uh, anywho, yeah. So get your shit together. Yeah. Have some faith. Have some faith. I'll have get, a lot of faith. Get your, yeah, all the faith. You never have get, too much. That's why I wanted to do another episode. Like get, Yeah, for sure. You We can could talk about this forever because it's so much fun. And that's why we have these shirts and, and um, hats because we want to share that message everywhere we go. And people comment all the time like, oh, I love... You know, I love that that concept or whatever they say, and and they get it right away. They know, oh yeah, you think like we do. Yeah. It's like sweet. It's a but very we, big flag. Yeah, yeah, and there is a flag on it. If yeah. you can't see it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but that's why we made the shirts. It was definitely not. Oh, let's make a cool brand. It's like that's our that's our lifestyle. Yeah, that's what we want to share with people, and we want people to wear the shirts and share with others. Like, hey. 
We live in faith. Let's all live in faith. And when you live in faith, you just start aligning and things start working out well. And it starts, life starts to take on a better meeting. And it doesn't matter what the fuck is going on out there. And you start to recognize the lies without, you don't have to do research. You don't have to do all this research and be like, oh, is this true or not? Like, there's one thing that's ultimately true and it sounds corny, but love is the only thing that truly fuels this planet. And when you, when you have that love that is, is accompanied with faith and living this ultimate desire to live and be happy, oh my God, nothing, nothing will stop you. Nothing will stop you. And, and there is something that's being created right now that's more beautiful than, than anything this planet has ever seen. It's a complete rebirth and destroying of all the corrupt garbage like in every sense that, that this earth doesn't want anymore and we're not going to put up with it. The people aren't mother earth. Isn't it's, it's a, it's a new way of being. And the way that those of us that are going to survive and thrive, because we don't believe in just mediocre surviving. We believe in true thriving. That way is, is through living in faith and, and do, you know, when you do get to that level, then we're all in this together. When, when we're on the level of faith, we, we run together, yeah. we protect each other, we, we provide for each <laughs> other as a, as, a, as a family, as a unit. So that's what, that's what our, our message going for. And who knows? Maybe we'll have a Faith Over Fear part three. <laughs> for sure. Just keep it going. We'll just change the podcast to Faith Over Fear. I know. We'll and that's all we'll talk about. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> Why not? So, anywho, what what we at? We good? We we got like eight minutes to spare. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Let's not fill it, though. No, nope. we're not. We're uh, good. If you liked it, pay it forward, share it, comment, do all the things. Get you a shirt. Get, get you, you a shirt. Hat. Faithoverfeararmy.com. We're out of sweatshirts, but if there's enough requests for sweatshirts, we'd love to, to restock them. So, yeah. so let us know. Let us know we got. Thank <laughs> you.